137 PM is proud to launch a new three-part podcast series, Cannabis State of the Union. I'm Rama Mayo, cannabis industry expert and co-founder of Hall of Flowers and Green Street. Cannabis State of the Union is a deep dive into the past, present, and future of the cannabis industry. Available now wherever you get your podcasts. Enjoy the rest of your podcast and thank you for being part of the 137 PM community. On this episode, we talked to Abir. He's currently located in Madrid, Spain, and making amazing music that touches different cultures, languages, um, and really is just someone you need to check out ASAP if you're into discovering artists before they get big. Uh, We have a great conversation. He gives a lot of advice to anyone on the emerging side of being a musician, manager, etc. If you like what you hear, check him out ASAP and talk soon. is 1.37 p.m. Stories of hustle and grind from the intersection of culture, style, music, and sports. Where are you right now, man? I'm in Madrid at home. I'm okay. in, my, in my studio at home where, I, where everything starts off. Oh, really? So you make the music there and then what, you re-record it in a different studio or is it all made there? So I use my studio hours to to arrange and to record finals, but I always record the, the demos at home or with a, a friend. So I use my studio time uh, like consciously. I don't go and I, I'm a writer, I'm a lone writer, so I'll write at home most of the time. And then I'll take it to the studio and there the magic will happen, but it won't be like a, like a composition magic. It's more like an arrangement or a production magic. That's that's how I enjoy working because I like going to the studio and and having the 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 like the bar set and everything like set to just work on it. Where are I you? Love, I love that. I'm in New York, uh, New York City, but um, yeah, it's busy out here. I'm in my car in traffic, bro. But uh, I pulled over for this because I've been listening to your music like while I've been driving around, man. And um, real quick, I got to comment on what you just said. I think that's smart. And I think more people should do that because it's like you could really, even if you're just doing a voice note on your phone, like you can get pretty far along in the process. You don't yeah. have to wait till you're actually in the recording studio. So I think what you're doing is really smart and productive. That's cool to hear, man. I like that a lot. My grandfather always said something that that's really that's really like impacted me. Uh, it's something that he didn't uh, make up himself, but it's something that he used to say. Because when I told him I made music, he 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 always like found these points in common with me, and 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 would say stuff like this, like like things that old and uh, wise people say. And he said, inspiration hits people that always have their their pen in the hand more. So if you always have your your pen on your hand, it'll hit you more because you'll be there like longer. I love that. Yeah, it's like it's with, like with. The- yeah, it's like it's like when people say, uh, "You like the only people who get lucky are the people who are prepared." You know? Yeah, 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 yeah. The the, the people that like all the musicians I know or all the writers I know um, are always they they always have a chat, a WhatsApp chat with themselves. One of the first ones always. So I have mine pinned. So my my studio my my WhatsApp it always starts with the same chat where I always uh, shoot my voice notes in it because I remember my the melodies or I remember ideas. Or even if I, I'm at a place where I'm like, 
or socially having lunch with someone, I just write something down really fast. Uh, if they said something interesting or, or, or if something happened and, and then I'll move on without being like disrespectful. But I always have to keep that because documenting that and then using it for 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 inspiration is is that's priceless like that's money that, that that's re- that translates to money if the idea is good and you're able to start a song or continue a song or make a song richer in that sense that's that's money there i love that yeah you're right man and i i can tell how passionate you are about this because even before we started recording you were telling me that like you know music is it for you or it's yeah. like one of the main things and I could see it. I, I, I see it, man. And that's what I was telling some of the people you work with. Um, because I'm not fluent in Spanish at all. Uh, but like, like, uh, just, you know, like, so, uh, mi esposa is de Paraguay. Yeah. Mi abuelo is de Durango, Mexico. Mi suegro is de Paraguay, et cetera, et cetera. But me, myself, I'm not fluent in Spanish, but I told the people you work with, you know, I don't need to be, to hear the passion and confidence and your flow and your, your lyrics and how you're like presenting and performing on the track. I, I could hear you and I could feel your presence. You know what I mean? Like I, like, and then I look up the lyrics and translate it, whatever, but before I even get that far, it's, and some of your, some of the, some of the lyrics are in English as you know, but like, you know what I'm saying? It's like, I know you're good because when you're that good, it comes across. It doesn't matter if you know all the words, you know what I'm saying? This episode of 137 FM is brought to you by HP Instant Ink. Listen, no one is reading your mind, but HP Instant Ink knows when your printer is running low and knows when to send you new cartridges. So you never have to think about ink. Save up to 50%. You'll pay less than $5 a month for ink and never run out again. Find out if your printer is eligible and enroll today at hpinstantink.com. Conditions apply. For details, visit hp.com slash instantink137fm. That's hp.com slash instantink137fm. Conditions apply. Thank you, my brother. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. For real, it, it, it means a lot to me. And and it's one of the first times I've gotten like actual uh, backing and actual support. Because you get a lot of feedback, but this is like actual support from across the pond. So it means a lot. And... And 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 it's it's one of the biggest and best compliments you can get when when you just connect with someone just based off how how you're singing and and how you're saying what you're saying not even what you're saying but how you're saying it which is sometimes even more important so I I appreciate it my English is a bit rusty I I, I grew up in an Indian household and I do I've I've always spoken English but since I've been in Madrid it's been like four years and it's been a bit more rusty because my day-to-day is always in, in Spanish and all my networking, all my work. So, so it's a bit rusty, but, but, but I'm sure we'll get through fine. You sound amazing to me, man. But yeah, I, I, I love it, man. And um, that's something I wanted to talk about real quick. Cause I want to talk about a lot of things with you, but just real yeah. quick, like what is your opinion on the music scene in Spain? I guess overall, but then also like for you, like with your sound. So my sound, I'd say, is one that's starting to be consumed more now. So like, so I I, I think I, I wouldn't define my sound in in, in a couple of lines because because I don't think that would be a something positive to do. But I do think that there's things that are always kind of there, which is like maybe a slower tempo, uh, darker moods, uh, combining the singing and rapping. It's it's like it's 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 something that 
is already existed because R&B in Spain has been here for a while. But this darker R&B is just is just coming out now, like more of it. So I mean, I'm really grateful because people, I, I feel like they fuck with it, and I, and I feel like there is a market. But I feel like the biggest markets right now are, are rap and like trap, like rap. I mean, like bars, like 32 bar songs, even no hooks. Like th those are really big here um, in Spain. Uh, and there's many people that I can point out that 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 have made a career and a really big career uh, off of it. But there's also like Obviously, thanks to Rosalia and Tangana, like the the autochthonous like Spanish sound mixed with other other stuff is is working really well. And then there's like artists like like I'd say uh, Israel or, or Buseta that bring other stuff to the table. Uh, obviously, for me, I'm a Canarian. I'm Spanish, but I'm Canarian, which goes before being Spanish because because I, I really am from from the Spanish country, but the territory and the culture is really different where I'm from, which is uh, eight islands this, next to Morocco. Um, that scene to me is, is like, that scene uh, deserves a lot more attention in my opinion right now because the density, the, the population density compared to the to the artists that are coming out and putting out uh, wavy shit is, is really good. Like the ratio is really good. We're just 2 million people and there's so many artists coming out that, that, are, that are good wavy in all genres, rap, reggaeton, R&B, trap, uh, indie, everything. So I think the Canarian scene, inside the Spanish scene, is booming. And I think Madrid, in terms of industry, is a really good place to be right now. But all, all like, in general, the Spanish scene is, is really strong. And it's, it's not just the big names that are that are helping. It's also, like, the, the emerging artists that are starting to do smaller, smaller gigs that are starting to, you know, you can, you can really tell that people can can take off in like a year so it, it's possible like you can you can do it you can really do because because there's backing there's there's people uh that are ready to 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 put you in a in a in a work um environment there's really other profiles that aren't musicians that are starting to come out like creative directors managers uh people in 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 fashion people in in like all kinds of booking and things are happening so i'm really happy to be in spain right now to be honest hell yeah that's that's so cool to hear, man, because see, a lot of the people who listen to our podcast or watch on YouTube or audio or maybe we sometimes we put things on TikTok and Instagram, you know, a lot of people that listen are aspiring artists. They're like managers who are kind of starting out. And so like everything you've been saying so far is like really educational and useful for everyone who listens to this. But also like the insight you gave us on what's going on right now in Spain on like in your world. Um, that's so cool to hear because. Like in case anyone listening didn't know that, like now they do. And now they can like keep that in mind for when they do tour Europe or target yeah. Europe or, you know, reach out to you or any anyone from the area you're from originally or any of that. That's really cool, man. And one thing you just said, I got to I got to follow up a question because uh, I noticed that you love you love based on what I've seen on your Instagram. You love like giving credit and talking about each part of the process. And not everyone really does that. So like. Like, yeah, you talk about like fashion or creative design, I guess, or your tag. It's like you put a video up and then you tag each person who was involved. Like, I don't see people doing that all the time. Like, how important is the process and the parts to you? So for me to to be working with people that are so talented, uh, people that have other clients that are much bigger than me, but people that are, work with me and uh, in, 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 in have a personal a personal investment in my project, to me, it's something that's priceless because you really can't buy that. Like, you can have 
good professionals and you can contact good professionals and you can pay good fees, but it's never going to be like working with someone that genuinely fucks with you. So to me, that's the minimum I can do. Like having a, a good infrastructure, a good creative infrastructure from creative direction to actually putting out that shit and, and, and working with the filmmakers, even the people that are lighting your, your video, like each part of that process, if, if it's all well connected and if everyone did their best, you can really tell. And many times I feel like I can tell that in, in, in many projects and mine is one of them. So when, when the people are there, not because I have the money to pay their, their fee, but because they actually like the music and they've been listening to me before and, and I'm just trying to work with them and I can tell that we're, 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 we're well connected and we have a, um, a good workflow and, and, and we share, uh, likes and we share like, uh, aesthetic, uh, direction. When, when all that comes together with the music, which is my, my area, but I, I also participate in like all the image and all and the videos and, and everything. When all that comes together, I think it's something that's priceless that you can tell that the people are fuck with me and, and my music. So that's, that's really important to me to, to have a team that really is, is out there not only working, but, but representing you. In, in, in their work, like going out and being creatives in the industry and saying, look, I did this and I did this because he's he's an emerging artist, but I did this because this is really wavy. Like, like um, um, forgetting the numbers and forgetting charts and forgetting all that. It, it, it's like what you said, when, when it's from the heart, you can you can tell. So the minimum I can do apart from paying them well is is giving credit. And I'm proud as well. I'm proud to be working with them. So I'm asking. That's cool, man. Yeah, yeah. Everything you just said makes sense. And like I said, like just looking at your Instagram, I could I could tell you really are like a big picture person, and you you care about all the little details, but you're a big picture person, and I love that. And like, shout out to the people you work with, like you said. Shout out yeah. to everyone at Slowly. You know yeah. what I mean? Like how? I guess real quick, man. I gotta ask, like, why did you decide to work with them? Because obviously you didn't have to. You know what I mean? Like you're in Spain. Like like why why work with the Slowly guys and girls and everyone involved like and like how's it been uh i i'm working with slowly because i fell in love with the with the with Aguia Aguia. that's the mexican anti-boy band and pop uh uh new genre the, the five guys that make wavy music i fell in love with them i yeah, worked dope. yeah we made this song that's called all my way in the process we really like I, I can tell like we really got along and their manager, Adrian B, um, I've never felt that way with anyone in the industry. So I I was open with him and I was like, yo, you like my music, I like what you've done with these guys. I can see how solid you've made the project. I can see how you're like the sixth guy in, in the in the boy band. Like they're five, but I can tell you how you're the sixth. And I'm I really need that piece in my project and I knew I knew he liked me and he he liked my music uh so I wasn't I wasn't doubtful to to hit him up and be like yo let's do this and um since then it's been like I speak with him all every day I've been speaking with him every day for a year and a half now and and I went there I made half my album with with them with Finks Finks is the the producer on the he's he also sings but he's the main producer on the boy band and that just we locked in and, and really fucked shit up in, in, in like 10 days we made like five songs four of them are on the album one of them became an interlude it's like we we, we really uh, took advantage of our, our time together damn which four on the album 
So the ones that Finks did are the first one, the second, the third, the fourth, and the last. That's all. Really? Yeah. Last so one he did. Know, he did the I intro. He did Habibi. Yeah. He did yeah. Big Dog Freestyle. Yeah. the Pakistani, and he did Sacrificios. So he did the first four and the last one. And to be honest, he made my favorite song. Which one? Um, in terms of of general favorite song, Puliendo Pakistani is my favorite song because I feel like it's the most a beer, like the most me. But in terms of in terms of sound, the first one. That's what you know. That sound I'm, is. Yeah, I knew it, bro. I knew it. I listened to the whole project today, and um, that's what I wanted to ask you. I wanted to ask about the sound on the intro because um, it's different. And it's different for a lot of reasons, right? Like the song is different, like your delivery is different, but the bass is different. It's like very, um, and also just in general, the vibe, it's different. It's very unique. I mean, I, I, you own that basically. So like, why did you start with that sound? And in general, what does sound mean to you? But I really want to talk about the intro. Like, tell us about that sound, man. Let's talk about the, the intro. Fun fact, I, w- I had writer's block for about one month and a half before I went to Mexico. So on the plane to Mexico, I, I to be honest, I, I, I trust myself a lot and, and I really trust the process and I really trust that, that I, I got it. But on the plane there, I was really doubtful because, you know, you're, you're crossing the pond for the first time. You're doing something like outside of home and, and, and that, that, that's that's expected to be big and you don't know how you feel about it. And then you reach there, you meet things, things plays these scores and, and it's done. Like, I really made that song in 20 minutes and, and it's the first thing I did when I was there. So that was the start of my relationship with things, which today, to today he's top three musicians that I, I love working with. Like he's, he's really one of the best uh, beat makers and producers I know. And that unlocked the, 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 the rest of the songs, like the rest of the songs that I made in Mexico happened because of that one song, Las Minuto. And that was originally the outro, the outro. That was the last one, but I put Sacrificios last and I put, uh, because I wanted to say without saying it that this is my sound this is what you're going to get even though the other songs are different is like it sets the, the tone for the whole thing um, that song the bass is different because uh, in, post, in post-production when I brought that song home Kido, which is the, the producer that finished it because I finished it with him and, and we put some new, new stuff in it he used um, this is for all the producers out there he used a plugin that's called Sausage Fattener. And this plugin, what it what does is it gets uh, subs and bass and it makes it fatter and, and dirtier. So that's that's what gave it that rough kind of kind of unapologetic sound to the bass that I start with. And unapologetic is a word that I use to, to, to describe the whole thing because I'm really I'm really being I'm 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 not cutting like I, I'm I'm really um Sin rodeos, like I'm not, I'm not giving rounds. Like I'm going directly to the point with, with what I think in this album. So that little thing and that little bass that comes in when you when you don't expect it and almost slaps you in the face is what I wanted the lyrics to feel like as well. And that's what Puliendo to me feels like. Rodeos feels like that, and and like big dog. Like I like when 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 they're hitting you in the face. And about the sound in Las Hinulas, apart from this, apart from the fat bass. The fact that the phrases are separate, like I, I, I'm giving time between phrase and phrase. I'm not doing like a bar, 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 like big dog, which is like one, two, three, four, one, two, three, four. I'm leaving space because I, 
I want the the what I'm saying to to be digested. So that and the dark and the ambient mood and the and the big bass is something like you feel like you're in a you feel like you're almost like in a nave in a in a in a how do you say it? like in um underwater you feel like underwater so that's what i wanted to to get that's so sick yeah and for everyone listening uh i'll throw that song i'll make it the intro to the playlist so everyone listening go go uh stream the playlist the monday to monday playlist so you can hear what we're talking about but yeah i love it man when i heard that song i was like oh my god like this is your sound like this is unique this is crazy like you said it slaps you in the face like the bass is i guess it's like you got to go hear this everyone listening go go stream the song you'll you'll hear what we're talking about but i love that man and, and like you mentioned briefly like some of your lyrics are similar to that you know like i could tell like you're saying things like in almost like a sometimes you say things in a very like blunt in your face way hmm. and uh i like it like it's cool it's cool to hear you say that um i don't know like what's your favorite lyric from the from the project uh, is, there, favorite- is there something like, like that stands out or like kind of touched your heart or was from your heart yeah, the the song that 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 touched the most to the people and me is Sacrificios, which is the outro. Because in the outro, I'm, I'm giving thanks. Like I'm talking about sacrifices in general, and I'm talking about like in that song, I, I'm name dropping people. So I I I name drop my father, my ex girlfriend, all from from a a point where you don't know if I'm like jaded or if I'm thankful. So I wanted to have that, that uh, leave it open to, to how people interpret it. So I've just put that there and, and I, I let people decide my creative di- director wasn't, he, he didn't agree with what I did with what I did. Cause he thought, so me and my father have a, a more or less relationship. It's, it's not too solid. And he said that these things live forever and that he doesn't know if 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 in a couple of years if I fix shit with my dad I'm gonna repent. But I said, there's nothing that's gonna change how I feel or how I felt for this past year and a half or two years making this album. And it's something really important. And it's something like in in the song I say, it feels sad to not celebrate victories with my dad, and it feels sad to not have the backing of my ex girlfriend when 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 I'm losing. So. That you can take it, however they take it is, is isn't my problem. Like I I make songs and I write lyrics and and I do it from the heart and I I, I put it out and however people want to take it, that that's not my problem. But that kind of decision, I think, is risky, but it's blunt and people like that because I'm not filtering my music to to be on charts and I'm not filtering my music to be universal. My music isn't like I I understand that I'm giving up certain things. When I am so specific, and I name drop people, and I'm and I'm talking about specific um, uh, things that I've lived, that maybe in this moment people can't relate to everything, but they can relate to some. So when I make a song that you can relate to, really, it, it, it's really describing things that you've that I that I feel like people can feel with me. But I know it's not something universal, like like uh, happiness in general or sadness in general. I'm putting things like. Uh, 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 scenery in there where for example in Puriendo Pakistani I say I can't eat, I can't pronounce the uh, these bottles and she knows it but I ask the sommelier which is the, the the guy that pours the wine for recommendation but that's the only time I ask anyone for anything because with you I always know what to do so that like double double I'm giving one of of, of how humble and how I, I understand that I can't pronounce this wine and I'm not a rich guy but 
that's the only time where I ask for help and recommendation because I'm, I'm always know what to do with, with you. Like in that sense, I'm saying it sexually, I'm hinting the sexually, but in general, I also like that double kind of bar where you're not listening to people flex about millions and just kind of feeling uplift, uplifted, but you can feel that if you're a guy like me, like you can feel that if you're a person like me who's just going on with life and, and, and someone very passionate. I love that, man. Like, that's crazy because, see, you're uh, you're making real art and you're being blunt and you're being honest and you're coming from the heart and you're coming from your emotion, like wearing your emotions in the music. And like that itself is something that a lot of people never even get that far. Like a lot of people, most people, like, if you really think about it, most people who buy a microphone, most people who have nice speakers or Ableton or whatever, a computer, like most people try to make music if they want to, if it's a passion but they don't get that far because you got to be vulnerable and you're so vulnerable blunt like you're so much yourself it comes back to what i said earlier it's like you don't need to understand the music to hear that i actually just heard you say what you needed to say and i heard it you know what i mean like it, i heard you say it from the heart i heard that part of your voice that was coming from the heart and that what's crazy is i need to say this real quick and i need to ask you about it you remind me a lot of um like you remind me much more of like a raw raw talent raw energy in the hip-hop space than most people i listen to right like you're really giving me that vibe and that's part of the reason i like it because most of the most of the musicians i know are in the hip-hop space anyway and then i manage producers in the hip-hop space and you know things like that but I could hear it in your voice and it reminds me so much of what I hear in a lot of these young hip hop artist voices too. Um, do you listen to anyone in the hip hop space or at all? Thank you, man. I really appreciate the, the, the feedback and I appreciate you coming out and, and having this chat with me and, and kind of interrupting your, your drive to, to, to have a chat with me. To me, it means a lot. Um, I am, I'm a big fan of hip hop in general. I really, I really, I really, put that in my in my in my day to day. Like it's really a big part of it. And I appreciate not having a car in Madrid. Because I'm I walk a lot in Madrid. Um I do public transport if if it's far but if not, if it's a 30 minute walk I'll do it because because mm, driving here is crazy and, and it's it's not like a city that's that's good for for people to to move around and, and park and, and, and shit. And I use that academically and I use that for pleasure and to listen to music and to discover music. So Spotify um, and Apple and Tidal, they all have really good play playlists that are made for me uh, based on what I listen to. And lately I've been listening to a lot of Summer Walker, Ellie Softre, Frank Ocean, of course, Brent. I love Brent. I have Brent and Frank Ocean tatted on me, on, on, my, on my legs. Damn. Uh, I love P&D. Party Next Door is probably one of my biggest influences. Um... The whole Toronto scene, I really like, like Nav, Magic Jordan, Roy Woods, uh, Drake, all all the t Toronto sound is is, is one I, I love. How Forty produces, I love that also. Um, I really like Jack Harlow. He's one of the latest ones to, to discover. He's been poverty for a time, but I just discovered him like eight, nine months ago. And uh, hip-hop in general, I love more so R&B, I'd say. And that, that feeling of, of wanting to do stuff that's spaced out like phrases that are spaced out but that hit i've i've got from people like party like one song that marked me a lot was savage anthem because it's a six minute song but he really uses the, the pauses very well 
he really he really knows how to use tempo and pauses really well. And that's something that that I feel like you said uh, you feel like I have raw talent, and I'd say I don't. Like I'd say, I'd say if I hadn't been at this for 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 long and every day, I wouldn't I wouldn't be making the mu- music and putting out music that I think you'd like. I think it's it's something that I've developed with time, and I think I'm starting off now. Like I I I haven't I haven't I don't feel comfortable with stopping uh, stopping music right now because I don't like what I've made hundred uh, percent. Like I'm always hungry for more, and I feel like I could I could make wavier shit if I was a better musician in terms of keys or if I worked on my voice. So I'm always like trying to trying to step that up. But I appreciate it. I really appreciate it. I do think I'm not one of those people that was gifted with this because if you listen to the first the first mixtapes I I made, it's like it's really off. But I appreciate. I appreciate. <laughs> oh man. Well, yo, bro. Like. I don't know. I love what you're making, so keep making it. Keep going. Keep going up. Keep going crazy. But, um, yeah, I don't know, man. I mean, I think this is a pretty good intro to you. We should probably do another interview in like six months or something. But thank you so much. Thank you, my bro. I, I really appreciate it. Thanks for tuning in. As you can tell from the audio, or maybe you're watching the video, I was in New York City. I pulled over to the side of the street to do this interview it's that important to me we had so much fun i really enjoyed this one um please shoot me a dm mike boy jr on instagram if you have any questions if you need to get in contact with me or a beer or 137 p.m uh thanks for tuning in let's go this is 137 p.m own your future Start this minute. 1.37 p.m. is a Gallery Media Group original production.